0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Elon Musk isn't messing around over at Twitter. He's ready to make some changes, including charging people to keep their blue check marks next to their name. You want a verified Twitter account? You're going to have to pay a monthly fee. Uh, Initially, we were hearing $20 a month. And then Stephen King, horror writer, and Elon Musk went back and forth and Elon lowered it to $8. That's how they always do it. It was never going to be 20.
2: They just set that and get your expectations. That's way too much. $8, okay, I can deal with that.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Stephen King says he's leaving Twitter if <laughs> Elon starts charging. And it was funny to see the reaction on on the app yesterday. People it, it, I think uh, Elon's onto something because people seem to really care about having a blue check mark, especially people who don't have one. There's a resentfulness, I think, because there is
3: yeah. the
2: have and the have nots kind of mentality to it. It's like, ooh, this person's special. There really is. Like a check mark, it's like, ooh, you're special. Oh,
3: look p- at you. You're an
1: elite. These blue <laughs> check mark elites won't even pay $8. I don't think it's about Stephen King having to pay $8. The guy's got uh, enough money to cover the cost. The, the issue is he doesn't want, the whole reason there's blue check marks is so you know it's the actual person. So you know it's not a fake Stephen King account or a fake, uh, you know, Elon Musk account. Sure. And you know you're interacting with the uh, the actual person. Yeah. But if you can pay eight dollars and make a fake Stephen King account, pay eight bucks and and get the blue check mark, then how do you know who's real, who's not? Hmm. Just fuels the misinformation. There's still, yeah. I wonder if there will still be a, a vetting
2: process because you could have you uh, you could be sitting on Stephen King's you know ten years ago you could have been Steve- sitting on Stephen King's handle and there'd be no way to prove if it was Stephen King or not unless you to Stephen King himself. So I'm thinking I don't know I don't understand. Instagram also has the verified blue check mark. They're not paying for that, and it is a good way to know you're talking to the authentic. Person, I don't think the the famous people are going to care if they lose their blue checks. To be honest, I think it's going to be the almost famous people,
1: like the who, social media influencers.
2: And this is all they have. Stephen King does not need a blue check mark yeah. to validate him. He'll be okay in the long run. Yeah, Chris Pratt doesn't need it. Megan Fox doesn't need it. The person who needs it and wears it with pride is that you know person who writes for Cosmo or whatever and isn't famous in their own sure. right. Sure,
1: or that person who posts pictures of themselves and. Uh, endorses watches and sunglasses sure, yeah. for a living on social media like that is their that's their bread and butter and if they don't have that blue check mark do they even exist
0: <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast
1: hey this is pretty cool man you know I'm a bit of a movie buff and this has got everything it's got nostalgia this is a iconic uh, piece of, of movie history here one of the biggest movies of the 80s got to be et right sure yeah well there's an auction going on this december and they are auctioning off et himself Hmm. this is the uh, the prop that was used to bring et to life
2: okay yeah back in the day
1: when they still used puppets and animatronics yeah it's basically uh, a robot Um, problem is like, they make that stuff out of latex and, and foam. Yeah. Right? And that does not age well. It deteriorates mm. pretty uh, quickly. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready for it? Brace Uh-oh. yourself. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what ET looks like now. <laughs> Jeez, man. It looks like uh, Terminator from Terminator 1 after he's half burnt. Yes, it's like a combo ET Terminator. All Holy the uh, flesh is basically. Come off of the bone, and you just have the giant eyeballs and the uh, and the robot body. Never good when you see the full spherical eyeballs in a skull. <laughs> like nothing makes it look more corpsey than just the floating
2: eyeballs. Dude, like, it's I,
1: terrifying. I can still remember seeing E.T. at the drive-in with my parents when I was like five years old, and when that head first popped out, yeah, yeah, I was terrified. I would have been ten times more terrified <laughs> if E.T. had looked like that in the movie.
2: Yeah, you can't just slap a wig on that and walk it around.
1: That is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's standing out from the rest of the stuffed animals. Yeah, That's big time. for sure. Well, I, just, I don't know why anybody would want that. Well, because it's, it's an investment, right? Like, this is, an, this is a piece of movie history. They're expecting it to go for two to three million dollars.
2: I understand I understand. it is the original, and I understand it's an investment, but, I mean, nobody's buying Michael Jordan's original shoes if they're in tatters. You know what I mean? Maybe they will, but they don't, because they don't put them up for auction. They, they try to keep them in good shape. That is, that is
1: unbelievable how bad that is. Yeah. Should have uh, put it in a humidor or something <laughs> there, Hollywood. Yeah.
0: This is the Taz and Jim
1: Podcast. Sorry, I, I'm just a little... Distracted here as I try to make my donation to the GoFundMe me to make Kanye West a billionaire again <laughs> Every little bit helps you see this I did uh, Why would you why would you want to give your money to this cause so stupid?
2: I, I don't know how many people actually are but if you are willing to give your money away to Kanye West
1: right now You don't even deserve your money Kanye West, he's no longer a billionaire. It seems like he, his own choices have led him to this uh, juncture in his in his life. Yeah, hard to blame anybody else. Uh, but there are fans out there who have started a GoFundMe to try and make him a billionaire again, and it's going to take some donating, uh, like almost a billion dollars, I guess, you <laughs> need to come up with here, Jim.
2: True, true. <laughs> People just want to help, you know. They see somebody in trouble, and they, they, their hearts go out to them.
1: Yeah, Kanye only has around 400 million dollars left. Oh, no! So, uh, GoFundMe. I'm trying to find how my, what it's up to here. Can you find it? Get
2: Kanye De- So so far he's got- I mean, there's probably multiple, you know, once something hits. But here's one called Get Kanye Out of Debt, GoFundMe. It's got 57,000 US dollars on it right now. No way! Yeah, Miriam Wishnick, uh, Laura Parker, Angela Powell, they all donated. Kanye West is a fashion icon, celebrity, and member of the Kardashian family and needs your help. <laughs> he's not a member of the Kardashian family either, by the way. I'm sorry. Not
1: anymore. Yeah. He had that opportunity too, and he blew it. It's
2: funny because he's been broke a couple times. Like, like I, I don't know how long ago it was, maybe five years ago. He was bankrupt. He had n- less than zero money. He was in debt, and Kim Kardashian had to sell one of her private jets and that got him out of debt. Really? He even wrote a line. It was like, I copped a jet to fly over personal debt. He, it was in one of his songs because Kim K sold a plane. Bailed and got him out. Him.
1: So he's been, he's not great with money. Hmm. Which is crazy. He had a billion dollars. Not good with money. You can make a billion dollars still. <laughs>
2: I guess he never really had a billion dollars, though he had a billion dollar deal. Yeah, he was valued at
1: a billion dollars, but it can come and go quick if you don't have it liquid. He didn't have it in the bank account, which is the problem, or even in real estate or anything. Then it can go. Once a deal's gone, it's over. I have uh, some friends. They ordered their son some shoes, and they ordered them like three months ago. I think they're knockoffs. But they are—is uh, it Yeezys? Knockoff Yeezys, yeah. Knockoff Yeezys—they arrived this week. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I guess you're just wearing these uh, in mud puddles in the woods. Can't wear these too many places, yeah. son. Sorry. Good thing is most people don't know what Yeezys are. Like, I, I
2: don't know if I could spot them to be honest. Yeah, I know yeah. he has shoes called Yeezys. I don't know if I could pick them out of a lineup.
1: Well, you just don't want the wrong person. Yeah, true. identifying those <laughs> brand new Yeezys that your kid is wearing. Yeah. Uh, If you want to donate to help make Kanye a billionaire again For some reason I don't know why you would Go fund me
0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast
1: Jim you're giggling at something over there What is it?
2: Have you seen Heidi Klum's Halloween outfit? Her Halloween costume?
1: She is notorious for having amazing Halloween costumes And every year she seems to one up herself
2: I, I did not know she was the queen of Halloween Apparently she is uh, I didn't know, I saw this picture floating around I didn't know what it was until I finally Read the headline Heidi Klum blends Seamlessly into creepy worm Costume for her 21st Annual Halloween party and when they say Creepy worm costume I honestly don't know if I've ever seen a Creepier Halloween costume it a I, Full I have seen it. fledged like, the whole- you can't see her arms and legs. She's in a full-fledged worm outfit. All you can see are her eyes and mouth. It looks like Jabba the Hut, like her face. Yes. It's so blended in. I don't know how she's moving around. I'm seeing like another little gif. It looks like she might have like a handler or something like that, who's like-
1: He's a fisherman. That's the- she's okay. the worm on
2: his hook. Is that seal? No, they're just the a friend.
1: They're long divorced, eh? Oh, oh, seal no and idea. Heidi Klum aren't together anymore. Because that would have been a great couples costume. <laughs> he goes minute. as a seal. She goes as a uh, as There's a worm. You know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you ever saw this. Is kind of like a cult horror movie. Uh, Kevin Smith directed it. Tusk. Yeah, I have seen it. Where it Justin Long gets uh, th- a crazy scientist, mutilates him, and turns him into a walrus. It does remind me of that.
2: It also reminds me of, now this might be a generational thing, but YTV's Freaky Stories, and there was a, war- like a cockroach and a maggot that used to host an urban legend show. Did you, do you remember that? You were probably too old. Sounds stories. high
1: concept. <laughs> she looks
2: exactly like the maggot from Freaky Stories. That might be a a niche reference. It is.
1: It's so so weird looking. It is kind of gross. Let me ask you this question. Heidi Klum, Heidi Klum, sorry. Sure. Gorgeous supermodel. You're a single guy. You go to a Halloween party. Heidi Klum says, hey, Jim, you want to come home with me? The only stipulation is I'm leaving the costume on. Easiest choice I've ever made. No.
2: No? She's leaving the costume on. But, you how know. How do you know how you would, where is, the, and how do it work? You, you get to spend a night with Heidi Klum. And as long as nobody asks any follow-up questions ever, then you can still brag about it. You but know, he, you know what's under there. <laughs> I think I'd rather just look at an,
1: an old uh, Sports Illustrated magazine. You don't think your worm would be able to function with that, that worm? There's no way. <laughs> in the room? It's, it's honestly terrifying.
2: Cue no peacock! No peacock! Are you brave enough to let me see a peacock?
1: Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. He's here with us in uh, the World Series delayed game. They they ended up playing it yesterday and it went very well for the Philadelphia Phillies.
3: An extra day of rest did a lot of good for the Philadelphia Phillies. Of interest for this, the Phillies changed who they were going to have start for this game. The Astros kept their starter for Game 3, and Lance McCullers Jr. really struggled for Houston uh, last night. He gave up five home runs, and there was some question as to whether or not he was tipping his pitches, either with his glove or with his leg kick. Whatever the case was, he was giving up bombs like every inning. So I think there is something to the fact that he probably was tipping his pitches, and, uh, that means, he, you're sh- like playing poker, you have a tell and the, uh, the, the batter knows what's coming. You have a tell and... B- or somebody stealing his signs. It could be in some cases. In this case, though, I think it was his leg kick where they could tell based on what he was doing with the leg kick whether it was going to be an off-speed or a fastball because a lot of the home runs that the Phillies were hitting were off-speed. And so if you know based on the leg kick that you can hold back that extra, you know... Quarter of a second, you can really gear up and uh, give it a ride. That's amazing, and awesome if you figure that one out. Mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Bryce Harper, who might have figured it out, he hit the first home run of uh, the game for the Phillies. And at one point, he pulled one guy off to the side. They were talking in the on deck. They were talking the on deck uh, circle, and then the guy went up and hit a home run. Psst. <laughs> hey, watch his leg! You know he's got to be getting nervous, old mattress
1: Mac. That. Gambling furniture store owner in Texas. Uh, Phillies now lead 2-1. to one. Mattress Mac, if uh, the Astros win, he wins $75 million. Good Lord. <laughs> How is much it, did he bet? He bet, I think he started off with $10 million before the season
2: yeah, started. Yeah,
3: he, he put a, a couple million down in uh, May. Man, like the mattress business in Houston is just... Uh... People love sleeping in Texas. <laughs> the beds are huge there. You should see them. Is he the sleep country of Houston? <laughs>
1: uh, I think him and Christine McGee. I don't know what her uh, gambling habits are like, but
3: uh, I think they're cut from different cloth. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, uh, really, you know, potentially, you know, at play here? Uh, Dusty Baker still looking for his first win in the World Series. He is the manager for the Houston Astros. Came really close last year when the Astros were playing the Atlanta Braves. They lost last year as well. Dusty's now 73 years old. He wants to win that World Series. They need to turn it around. This series is by no means over, but certainly Philadelphia is in the uh, driver's seat right now. But Dusty Baker may be a little nervous that that elusive World Series title Is once again slipping away.
0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
3: Do you still have peeve? Do you have dead people in your phone?
2: Oh boy, I don't know. I probably have one or two. Yeah,
1: I think about it. Yeah, like do you have to sadly delete them? I guess. Well, I I think yeah, depending on who it is. Like I still have my dad in my phone. Yeah, no, no, I just haven't brought myself to. To deleting his contact info sure. when he passed away seven years ago.
2: I don't know, man. When we had a psychic on the show, every once in a while, somebody would get like a weird call from their dad's number post mortem or right. something like that. You know, I it just out sort of like peace of mind.
1: Maybe. Well, this has happened to me. I haven't. I, it hasn't come up as like dad's number. Like it says, dad calling. Yeah. But I I do the thing on my iPhone where I put different rings for different people. So sure, you yeah, a song, calling. yeah. And my dad, for I don't care remember why, I just thought it was funny. But my dad had the uh, the duck quack noise, so I was like, quack, 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 that I could tell my dad was calling. And some other people will have that ringtone on their phone, and it'll go off in a store or something, and I'll get momentarily oh, yeah. freaked out, thinking, "Oh boy, here we go, Dad's calling from the other side." Huh. I wonder what this is all about. Oh,
2: wow.
1: Probably needs my help moving something. <laughs> Are you moving a harp up there? I get that same, but it's not. It's not a
2: mysterious call from my dad. It's if somebody has the alarm. That's the same sound as my bedroom alarm, or whatever. Like your their ringtone is is the same as my alarm. I will have like a panic attack like, anxiety. I'm, like, I think You're I'm You're late dreaming. for work You're Exactly late for work Like this must be a dream Okay get it. it's not I'm not in the movie theater right now There's a Oh okay No somebody's alarm just went off Okay I'm good Jim
1: starts slapping himself <laughs> In the middle of the uh, Walmart it's not working! Wake, wake up, up, wake up! This must be a coma! I just can't wake up! Taz is never going to let me hear the end of this. I'm late for work again! Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Our sports guy, Devin Peacock, is here to tell us about some drama in the NBA. What's going on, Dev?
3: The Brooklyn Nets uh, yesterday decided to part ways with Steve Nash. They described this as a mutual parting of ways between Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets. Steve Nash, their coach. He's their head coach. He, in in many ways, was fired. They were two and five, but mutually parting ways is a nice way to put it, especially when it's Steve Nash who is involved, who is universally loved in the NBA. He's a Hall of Famer, of course, He's a Canadian, uh, but he was not getting the job done in Brooklyn. And good luck to whoever comes in to replace him because what's going on in Brooklyn right now is just bonkers. I mean, you've got Kevin Durant who is himself hard to manage. You've got Ben Simmons, who came over from Philadelphia last year, who thinks of himself as an alpha dog but is scared to shoot. There was a clip going around about a week and a half ago of Kyrie Irving yelling at Ben Simmons to shoot the ball, and he passed. So he is just scared to shoot because he can't shoot. And then you've got Kyrie Irving, who in the past has talked about how the earth is flat and just recently was sharing an anti-semitic documentary oh, online boy. that required the entire team to come out and say they disavow what he has been sharing and saying. And so Kyrie Irving, that aside, is also kind of erratic in the way Kevin Durant is kind of erratic. It's
1: starting to sound like uh, Steve Nash may have been happy to <laughs>
3: oh, <100%. laughs> Steve get Nash. the hell out of there. How much of this was his fault? Steve Nash is the big winner of all of this because I don't know who could keep this all together. like the 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 nets are the kind of crazy where you could say a month from now they've they haven't lost a game. And I could believe it because they're supremely talented. But you could also say they're even worse than they are right now. And I would believe it because they're also supremely crazy.
1: but aren't they talking about bringing in the coach from the Celtics who has been, Suspended for having an inappropriate relationship
3: with a female staffer? They are. Uh, So right after Steve Nash and the Nets mutually parted ways yesterday, there was a report that emerged from Shams Karania and from uh, Woj, two guys in the NBA who are like as plugged in as anyone. So if they're reporting it, it's happening, it's true, saying that the Nets were in advanced negotiations with Ime Udoku, previously of the Boston Celtics, to become their new head coach. The Nets are saying, well, hold on, we're not that far down, but we are looking at different options. To bring him in, He like he's a great basketball coach. Don't get anything wrong about that. But if you are a team filled with distractions, to bring in a head coach who himself would be a distraction?
1: And he's suspended, but only suspended for coaching the Celtics, so he could come over and start oh, coaching yeah. immediately. The
3: Boston Celtics are happy to get rid of this guy, but he's ju- he was suspended by the team. He accepted the suspension. This is not an NBA suspension, so he could coach the Nets or any other team tomorrow, and so the, the issue is not is he a good coach or not. He is a good coach. He's a very good coach. The issue is he is himself a distraction because in any city you go to, the media is going to be talking about his time in Boston at a time when you need the Nets to just focus on basketball, which if you bring him in, it's going to be hard to do. Uh, I hope the uh, the cameras have been rolling for a documentary on
1: this one <laughs> behind the scenes. Be like the Real Housewives. mm mm-hmm. Thanks, Dev.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: How about this? Uh, Everyone kind of paranoid about uh, kids' Halloween candy. You got to check the candy. Never know if there's going to be a razor blade in there or Mm -hmm. if there's going to be some fentanyl in there. That was the big scare this year. There's rumors that people were putting fentanyl in candy. Uh, A friend of mine put it pretty well, though. He's like, why would they waste the fentanyl by putting it in Halloween candy, like think about people who enjoy fentanyl. Yeah, they they don't like to share it with many yeah. people. Not
2: even their friends. A
1: lot of the time. Yes, they they probably want to keep the fentanyl for themselves. I think the theory is
2: they're accidentally they're they're doing something on the table and then their elbow bumps the old fentanyl, the fentanyl dish, fentanyl spills yeah. into the
1: candy, and then they try blowing it off. And well, there's it. there's no reports of that actually happening. So it's yeah. a, every year. It's almost like a mass hysteria thing with the uh, the candy. Same with the razor blade thing. It's I've heard it since, since I was a kid, and it is good
2: advice to look through your kids' yeah. bag
1: for sure. Obviously. But again, it's an urban legend. Well, this is not an urban legend. This actually happened. Some kids got uh, more than they bargained for when they were trick or treating in Edgewater, Maryland, on Monday night. They uh, went up to a door. Forty-five year old woman. Uh, was was out in her front yard and she started screaming obscenities and ended up flashing the children. Okay. It's more of
2: a trick than a treat, I would say. Well, it depends. <laughs> depends on the quality, I
1: guess. Yeah, it depends. Uh, the, the dads may have d- thought it was a treat. Sure. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Cheers! Oh! <laughs> Yeah, but not a good idea to expose yourself to children. It's illegal. Um, I mean, you could use the excuse, "Hey, it's just my costume. I'm a flasher." <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Cops weren't buying it. Yeah. They showed up, arrested her, facing charges for indecent exposure and disorderly conduct.
3: Hmm.
2: Truly terrifying, though. Like you never—that would scare you. If you if you were out on Halloween trying to get scared, an old lady lifting up her nightgown. <laughs>
1: Out of nowhere might do it. I'm picturing something about Mary right now. Yes. Those things, they were they were dangling. Too much time in the tanning bed.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Police in Nashville uh, responded to a call June 26. A man returned to his property, found it in complete disarray. Uh, the story is that his girlfriend's kids destroyed his house. Mm-hmm. He had a fight with his girlfriend, and the kids uh, took it upon themselves to uh, get some retribution here. What did they do? They dumped pots into the driveway, destroyed the bed frame and appliances. They took walls down. They ripped out light fixtures, and they poured concrete down the toilet before flushing it until the handle broke off. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's not poured, an easy fix.
2: I'm guessing they just poured the concrete powder down there, and then it's, <laughs> as it goes down the drain, it just
1: man. turns into cement. That sucks. When the man returned home, he found cabinets had been ripped off the door and nailed to the roof. Gee, <laughs> that's just random. There's a lot of work that these guys put into this. Uh, F.U. was spray painted on the outside of the house. Oh, boy. The kids have been charged. Uh, damage estimated to be between 180 and 200 thousand dollars. Now the yes. big problem is he was renting. Oh, it wasn't it was even his hook. house. Oh my god, it wasn't his house. Imagine
2: the landlord getting that call. Oh, boy. Having no part of the drama yourself, just being on the receiving end of all the damages. Oh, my God. I'd be taking
1: everybody to court. My girlfriend's kids destroyed my house. This kind of brings back memories a little bit for me. Why? Well, I remember what it was like when my uh, mom started dating Alan, my stepdad. Yeah, yeah? You did stuff like this? No, no, I didn't take it that far. but Pour a little I definitely, sugar in the gas tank? You know, you, 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 you got to test. You got to test them, right? Yeah, sure, sure. If one of your parents has a new partner, you got to make sure they're the real deal. So hmm. I, I was no angel, that's for sure. How long did it take until you came around? I, I pulled the you're not my father routine for probably <laughs> about a decade. <laughs> Yeah, That's a while. And then I said, I'm just tired, Alan. You know what? Go ahead and marry my mom. That's what you want to do. Well. You have survived the gauntlet. (laughs) Now let me get a a hammer and I'll go get the kitchen cabinets off the roof. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: I always look forward to this time of year. We get closer to... Uh, New Year's and the dictionaries start putting out their words of the year, Jim. Mm-hmm. Now this is Collins Dictionary from the United Kingdom, so they may be using some words that we don't use as often on this side of the pond. But uh, we have the word of the year, the words of the year from Collins Dictionary. Okay, Carolian, Carolian. Is that a it, word or a name? What the heck does that mean? Carolian, do you know what it is? No. It is relating to Charles III or his reign. So very British this one. Oh. Well, King Charles is on the throne. It's the Carolian era. Are you are you saying that right? Wouldn't it be like the Charolean era? Okay. Carolian. Is there an h in there? Here's the the phonetic spelling. Carolian. C A R O L E A N. Huh. Carolean era before the Queen died in September. Do you know what era it was? The Queenelian. The Queenalian. Was it? No. Oh. The New Elizabethan era. Oh, that sounds classy. That's a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. Then Carolean. Yeah, I would have been able to guess what that word meant. Carolean. Hmm. Party gate is the term used after uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson was caught partying (laughs) while COVID lockdowns were in place. Very British. Is that really a word? Everyone slaps gate on the end of any scandal. One of my biggest pet peeves. Sports washing. Sports washing, one of the top words in the uh, Collins Dictionary for 2022. Again, something I'm not familiar with. To sponsor or promote sporting events in order to distract attention from a controversial activity or reputation. For example, Saudi Arabia creating the Live Golf League. Try and uh, you know get a little a little image uh, cleanse distract people
2: that's the whole that's where the word bread and circus came from it's like ah, distract the peasants give them a circus and some bread they'll they'll watch some sports and forget about it bread and circus i've never heard that one (laughs) put it in the dictionary
1: splooting oh boy this urban dictionary splooting really does sound like it's something disgusting that you don't want to google at work yes what is (laughs) splooting It's the act of lying flat on the stomach with legs stretched out. What squirrels or other animals do during heat waves. <laughs> okay,
2: I've seen that. There's that video of the squirrel laying on an air conditioner and its tail's flying up. Uh, it's doing some splooting. It's splootin', and that's, that does make sense. That's a word that
1: makes sense when you when you hear what it means. Yeah, Splooting. Your your wife's knocking on the door. What are you doing in there, honey? Just some splutin. <laughs> Hot in here. I'm splutin. Quiet quitting. We know what that one is. Yeah, I hate that too. You uh, stop doing any more work than you're required to because you're lazy. Yeah, I got a feeling you weren't really doing that much more work to begin with. And perma crisis. Oh, that's a fun True. one for number one. That's Familiar. the word of the year. An extended period of instability and insecurity, especially one resulting from a series of ca- catastrophic events. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the perma crisis.
2: <laughs> I'm splooting my way through this whole perma crisis. You know, it's the only way to do it.
0: <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast.